Morning church family, it's so good to be with you today. So good to be in God's house in a whole lot of different homes, whether it's in your lounge room, your living room, your uh, bedroom, wherever you are. We're so glad and wrapped that you're with us and we are just looking forward to encouraging each other, hearing the word of God this morning and being a blessing to one another. Amen. Amen. I was going to be really cheeky and say for those that have taken your phones into the restrooms, because you didn't want to miss anything, I <laughs> applaud. Uh, applaud your commitment. Well done. <laughs> and we really want to congratulate all you teachers and parents. We know that you have all done just an extraordinary job this week with homeschooling. As um, parents ourselves, we certainly know the challenge that is involved in that. So we really want to spur you on and see, keep, say keep at it, keep doing it. Teachers, keep teaching. Parents, keep supporting and encouraging and standing with your children. Uh, there is going to be some glorious results at the end, I'm sure. At the end. <laughs> At the end, who knows? During the a, whole process, who knows? Making a cake's messy, but you know the process is just woeful. But at the end, anyway, that's not our message. We should give yeah. them the message. Hello, how are you going? Yeah, it's great to be with you. I really want to share just some words I've had on my heart lately, and just the words that I've been hearing continually are arise, arise, rise up, Melanie, rise up. Now, I have to share, I don't get super excited when I hear those words early in the morning and I have to get out of bed to walk the dogs. I would much rather stay in bed, in my cosy bed, a little bit longer. But, you know, once my husband and I are out there and we have been walking the dogs for 40 minutes and the endorphins are being released and we're feeling good and healthy and the sun is shining, I am thankful that I heard those words and listened to those words arise. I'm thankful that I've got a dog that can drag me home and I'm thankful that I have a pretty dog that everyone oohs and ahs over <laughs> so the word arise is a really powerful one especially we have just celebrated Easter together we had some amazing pasta cooked by Samuel and Andrew and a whole lot of chocolate which we absolutely loved but you know what Easter is all about the truth that Jesus defeated that grave he conquered that grave he rose from that yeah, grave totally. he left that tomb death and sin did not conquer him but he conquered it yeah and everything that we face that we are challenged with that we walk through Jesus declares those words I have won the battle for you so I wonder as Jesus was laying in that tomb on the third day did he hear those same words from the father arise arise yeah I wonder if he would have reacted the same way I do not now not now <laughs> So I have a question for you this morning, family. Uh, what does God want you to rise up out of so you can step into your victory? Yeah, come on. Because I hear the Lord saying, rise up and step out. I've already won your battle. I have defeated your enemy. I have conquered your struggle. I have beat that depression, that eating disorder, that addiction. I have won all of those. And we are standing on the other side victorious yeah. together. I love that, um, you know, that when it comes to God, I'm on the winning team. I know that in my life, I am in the place of victory. I'm on the winning team because God Absolutely. is on my side. 
Now, I read these words in the Bible and I wanted to ask your thoughts on them, Andrew. It says that we're a new creation in Christ. Now, I love that quote, new creation in Christ, but, you know, what does that actually really mean and how does that look? How does that play out in our lives that we're suddenly, you know, we've accepted Jesus into our hearts and suddenly we're this new creation in Christ? What is that? Yeah, there's probably a couple of things that we need to unpack because the words like Mel said they're they're really easy um, to they roll off our lips we're a new creation we're brand new but the opposite of new is old so one we're new we're not old we're new and we're a creation God has created us again brand spanking new but when it comes to our character what it means is we now have a brand new way of dealing with things we've got a brand new way of reacting to situations in our lives when yeah, stuff's right. really tough um, you know our old our old self may have freaked out, got upset, wanted to come out swinging and punching, but our new self can actually stop, reflect, know that that was our old way of reacting and say, okay, hold on, in Jesus, I'm a brand new creation. So in that, what's my brand new way of thinking through things? Yeah, know? love it. Just a brand new way. We, we have the ability now to choose and actually create a brand new um, set of normality a brand new set of defaults to what we face in life i think that's i reckon that makes some sense i hope yeah it's great love it the um the thought that i got is i'm not the person i was before god got a hold of my life yeah i am not the person i was before god got a hold of my life you know my old self to be honest was pretty selfish and insecure and um didn't place a whole lot of value on who she was or um or or how she looked (laughs) my old self was lost and kind of wandering around trying to work out why am I here what's my purpose in life I'm sure I'm called to do something greater but what is that greater I'm sure I'm called to do more than just to go to work and come home from work or go to school and come home from school and hang out with my friends there's got to be something bigger there's got to be something creator something greater but I just had no idea what that was you know my old self looked for love in all the wrong places and all the wrong relationships my old self placed their value or their worth I found my worth in what people thought about me or what they said about me and sometimes even in what they didn't say about me my old self would keep the peace, you know, if I felt hurt or, or wounded about something and I just couldn't get rid of that feeling, I, I didn't have any courage or strength to deal with that because I hated confrontation. So I would just keep the peace and say nothing and let everything go and stuff it all under the carpet where a mountain began to be created. So. I'm so thankful that I'm not that woman anymore. I'm so thankful that God declares me I'd a like new creation. I'm a great peacemaker. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a great peacemaker, yeah? But I can confront when I need to. Doesn't have to be all the time, but I am a good peacemaker too. So Pastor Andrew, what was your old self like? Tell us about that. Oh, he was perfect. Perfect, of course. Good looking, had a six pack. I think my old self, funnily enough, because the reality is that being a new creation is also a journey. God does a work immediately, instantaneously in our lives, but I think the change happens with process. As we process things with 
God as he unpacks things. So my old self, I, I was insecure. Yet even now I can still be insecure, but I've got the courage to step out knowing that he's with me and that he's faithful. My yeah, old self really would good. argue at everything. Um, I still have the propensity to do that, but now I find that I can make a choice. And so I don't argue half as much. You know, it's a journey, it's a process. I think every moment that we're alive, every moment that we walk with Jesus, I think Holy Spirit shows us the areas that he wants to work on, shows us why we react the way we do, why we speak the way we do. Um, Some of it's due to upbringing and some of it's due to experiences that we've had. And as he shows us those things, he just slowly layer by layer by layer helps us to remove them as he creates the new us. Yeah, I know? love that. If that makes any sense. I love that. So it's that old stuff that was unfruitful, that was unhealthy, that was, you know, ripping us off from our destiny in God. The thing that was actually bringing death to our lives is now gone. Absolutely. Because God declares that we're a new creation, that we have new life. It holds on. The old, the old stuff holds on like smoke. When you walk to a bar, you may not be a smoker, but you walk out and you can still smell it on you. The old life has that tendency to hang around but in Christ now we have all that we need to say no I've had enough you know no deal yeah that's great Um, though I want to react though I want to freak out at that person I'm going to breathe for a moment I'm going to sit with God and now I'm going to respond in, in you know a brand new fashion yeah that's great so Galatians 2 verse 3 says or have you forgotten and I want you to remember those words Or have you forgotten that when we joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. New lives. You're created to live a new life. You're created to live a brand new life. You're not supposed to live like you used to live. You're not supposed to live the old way you used to live. We actually have the ability to live a brand new life. So we're supposed to look different on the inside. We're supposed to sound different. We're supposed to be different because we're a new creation. So when our finances are tight or stressful or things are happening in the world that can make us anxious, we have a choice. We can continue to be stressed, we can continue to be anxious, or we can step into our new way of being. I love um, the scripture that says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. God will meet all our needs. So even if there's a financial crisis, even if there's a COVID-19 pandemic, or if you've lost your job, or your superannuation has just taken a massive dive, God promises to supply your needs. This scripture is not dependent on the circumstances of your life. This scripture is not dependent on what's going on in the world. This is God's promise for you, no matter what, yeah? For today... He's faithful. He's, he's, his character doesn't change. He's, he's ever faithful. And being a new creation means that we have this new mindset and we have this new knowledge, I guess, um, that is birthed through experience of who our God is. There's this awesome song by Hillsong United, and I'll try to post it um, at the bottom of a, this YouTube clip so that you can just click the link. But um, it's called Highlands. And just the chorus itself, I love it because... Our old self would react to particular things that we would face. 
and new self, now we can make a choice. We can, being a new creation, we can create new, you know, the new normal. And the chorus goes, so I will praise you on the mountain and I will praise you when the mountain's in my way. So whether you're in the middle of a struggle or you can see the struggle coming, mm. we have the ability, the strength and everything we need within us to be able to say, you know what, God, I'm going to praise you anyway. Though life around me is falling apart, I don't know how I'm going to get through, how I'm going to get up this next mountain. I'm going to praise you anyway. And it goes on to say, you're the summit where my feet are, so I will praise you in the valleys all the same. No less God within the shadows, no less faithful when the night leads me astray. Mm. So when you and I have those moments where we're freaked out at the kids, when our wife has tried to cook a meal that doesn't taste anything like our mother's, Which we would don't ever happen. <laughs> that, that's that's another message. We, you know, and we have those moments where we can feel our blood boil. He is no less faithful when the night leads us astray. Even though we have those moments, he's still our God. He's still faithful. He's never changing. And his promises remain secure. The song goes on to say, You're the heaven where my heart is, in the highlands and the heartache all the same. You know, we don't have to worry about what we go through because he is the same on the mountain. He's the same in the valleys. He's the same in the highlands and in the heartache all the same. You know, It's great. So when you're feeling worried or anxious or stressed about something, remember you're a new creation. We actually have a new way of dealing with things. We have a new way of living. So our new creation can pray. Philippians 4 verse 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything. That's anything, anything that's worrying you, anything that is stressing you, anything that, that, that is causing you sleeplessness. Anything, anything, anything means everything. Do you, yeah? know, do you know what anything means in Greek? Anything. <laughs> anything. So do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in everything, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Yeah, God wants to hear your heart. He wants to hear your worries. He wants to hear your stresses. He wants to be with you and walk through this with you. Absolutely. And the peace of God. See, he promises us peace when we give him our worries, when we give him our anything, he exchanges that for peace. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that. I love that because he gives us a peace that makes no sense. Yeah. Like we should be freaking out. We should be running around. We should be doing a Kermit the Frog, you know. Ah! We, our life should be falling apart, yet he gives us a peace that goes beyond our understanding. So yeah. regardless of how intelligent you may believe that you are, regardless of where you scored in your VCE or HSC, it doesn't matter how smart you are. God will give you a peace that goes beyond your understanding. Yeah. And in that peace, he then guards our hearts and our minds. Yeah. It, it, I love it because it makes no sense. And you often, we have these arguments with people that say, I don't understand it. How can God do that? You know what? It goes beyond our understanding. Yeah. I can't explain it, but I can experience it. I can live in it. Yeah, so good. So God has got a promise for every situation in your life. 
pick up your Bible, read your Bible. I know some people find it really hard to read the Word, but pick it up, get a devotional, go to Kurong online, buy a devotional, get on your phone, download a devotional, just get into a little bit of the Word every single day because God wants to renew our minds and our hearts and remind us of who it is that He has called us to be. Totally. Because we are created to live a brand new life. Amen. I love that Galatians said, or have you forgotten that you're created to live a new life? You know what? That's the grace of God. That's God, that's God saying, I know sometimes you might forget. I know there'll be moments when you forget. I know the busyness of life may sometimes cause you to forget. But I'm here to remind you over and over and over again that you are a brand new creation. You are a brand new person. You are not the same as before. You are brand new. You almost need that plastered on the, the back of your door before you go out that says, don't forget. Probably with worthless doing that now because we're not allowed out. But maybe on the back of your toilet door, don't forget, you know. <laughs> That's good. I love new things. I love new clothes. I love new outfits. Pastor Andrew loves that I love new things. I remember as a child, my dad used to get new company cars every couple of years and I love that new car smell. There is just something about a new car smell. You can't replicate it. I know they have those scents that you can buy to put in your car on the rear vision mirror and some of them are a new car smell because there is something so significant about newness. But you know what? The, the greatest new thing that I have ever received is becoming yep. a new creation Absolutely. in Jesus. Yeah, totally. Amen. Yeah. So my question to you this morning is, what does the new you look like? Yeah. Who is God calling you to be? Because I really believe that firstly, he is calling us to be sons and daughters, yeah? We have natural parents, we have moms, we have dads, and we love them and we so value them. But you know what? The moment we say yes to Jesus, the moment God gets a hold of our life, he's now our Abba Father too. Yeah, amen. And, and if you're blessed enough to have children, you know that there is no extent that you wouldn't go to to ensure their wellness and their safety and to see them flourishing in life. Parents do crazy things and go to crazy extents for their children. Oh. Sounds a little bit like Abba God giving us Jesus, yeah, so that we could know we're his beloved children. Oh, I'm just going to say, I love that point that you just made about parents parents going to all extremes you know because of the love of their kids and as much as our own children can frustrate us at times and and I actually believe that at times we can frustrate God you know because yeah, he's our absolutely. father we can still frustrate him when we live in our in stupidity instead of living by faith you know I, I can give you a, a myriad of answers and, and examples I should say but even with my own children, as much as they can frustrate me at times I love them dearly but if anyone steps in close to hurt one of my kids, I'm quite happy to go to battle. I'm quite happy to go go in and fight. I'm quite happy to let loose, you know, if that makes any sense. And, and I think God is like that with us as his yeah. sons and daughters. Though we may frustrate him at times, that example that you gave of Jesus dying on a cross, he will go to all lengths yes. and any lengths and pay the highest price to make sure that we're okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I love John 3 verse 1. It says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. 
I love his it. children. I love it. I love it. We're all his children. I know that I was joking earlier with Mel and I was just saying that I'm pushing 50, but if I accept Jesus, I'm his child. So if I want to think like I'm younger, I just need to know that I'm a child of God. <laughs> if you feel like you're old at home, accept Jesus. If you haven't accepted Jesus, accept him. It says that then you'll be a child of God. That's a pretty good deal, I reckon, for those of us that are getting older. It's good. John 1 verse 12 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Amen. So while we're in this season of isolation, while we're journeying through this COVID-19 pandemic, don't let old things, yeah. defeated things, conquered things, convince you they're alive again yeah, because you are a new creation. Don't let that old insecurity, fear, addiction, depression, self-doubt, negativity, anger, don't let those things tell you they're alive yeah, or on. that they have power over you or they it's don't. just who you are because they don't. You are a brand new creation yeah. created to have intimacy with Father God. Pastor Andrew, how valuable is your relationship with your children, with your girls and your boys to you? Yeah, we have a saying at home, a really simple saying that we live by, I sometimes struggle with, but relationship always trumps being right. And, you know, when it comes to any relationship, whether it's with our sons and daughters or whether it's with each other or, or with each other, relationship always trumps being right because yeah. relationship is the most important thing. Christ died on a cross so that we could be brought back into right relationship with the Father. And now we can have that relationship with Him. Relationship always trumps being right. So when it comes to my kids, relationship is is the, the most important thing. There's nothing like being able to put your kids to sleep regardless of their age and giving them a hug and giving them a kiss or, or tickling them or wrestling with them because you know that that's the basis of a warm relationship, generally speaking, you know? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so as children of God, we're actually created to have intimate relationship, close relationship, close connection with Papa God, you know. God wants to know our heart. He wants to share the journey with us. He wants to walk through everything with us. And if you speak with any parent that has some kind of relationship breakdown with a child, it grieves their heart, you know, yeah. it causes great pain in their heart because the desire of, of parents and children is to have a close, healthy, loving relationship. You know, this week we started homeschooling and that has been a real adventure. Wow, wow. <laughs> for all the homeschoolers out there, we take our hat off we yeah, tip it to you we absolutely. say well done but for the other 95 percent of the population let's get rid of the virus god heal the land let's send our kids back to school in jesus name teachers <laughs> we are valuing you even more than we did before so wednesday was our first day and that was interesting it was a pretty tough day by tough day. about 9 30 a.m uh, we had a child already in bed crying, <laughs> feeling Chair complete. on the floor. <laughs> Got to get it. Chair on the floor. In the bedroom, crying, dooter over the head and um, feeling completely overwhelmed by what was happening. And by 11 o'clock, I think I was almost in the same situation. So Wednesday was a tough day. It was a pretty challenging day. And I have to say that I wouldn't want all homeschooling days to look like that. So, Thursday was so my heart was 
for my kids to know that, hey, I am in this with you. I am championing you in this. I am standing with you in this. I will sit with you and walk with you and talk with you through this. My heart was for them to know that I was with them and you can do this. You've got this. So Thursday, we had a much better day. We really did. It was a good day. My child that was having the meltdown on Wednesday actually thanked me for all my support, which was phenomenal. We should have recorded that. (laughs) I should have recorded that. Friday was a good day. It was a really big day and it was a challenging day, but I love as family, I love as parents and children that we're like, we're in this together. We are a team. Absolutely. And God's the same with us. He wants to walk with us day in and day out, experience in and experience out. Challenges, victories, however it looks, whatever it is that is going on, God says, I want to walk through this with you because I'm your Papa. I'm your Abba and I want to speak those words over you. You've got this. I am with you. I am for you. You have got this victory. You have overcome this challenge. You have defeated this battle. God just wants to speak those words over us over and over. He wants to walk through it with us, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. The scripture says we can do all things through Christ, yeah, who strengthens us. Mm. That we're more than conquerors through Christ, with Christ. He wants to walk through our stuff together. I guess that's why I'm going to go back to that song Highlands because when it gets to gets to the, the one of the choruses it says whatever i walk through wherever i am your name can move mountains yeah god can move through and move us through any situation we're going through yeah and right. if ever i walk through the valley of death i'll sing through the shadows yeah we can sing through we can arise and sing and lift our voices and then verse 3 says from the gravest of all valleys come the pastures we call grace you know no matter what this season's like how tough it is you just we need to know, church, we need to know, friends, that as a new creation, as sons and daughters of God, he will walk through those troubles with us. Yeah. And when we get through them, they'll become our valleys of grace. Yeah. You know, Shadrach, Meshach and Abnego went into a fire, but as they came through the fire, that was their, their valley of grace. There was the Lord with them. As Daniel went into the lion's den, he was saved. There was the valley of grace. Regardless of what we're going through at the moment, it's these seasons, these difficult times that actually bring us to my to the most prosperous, excellent experiences with the Lord. Yeah, great. So can I give you a bit of advice in this season, family? Don't let anyone but God tell you who you are and what you're worth and who it is that you're called to be. Come on. Yeah, don't let anyone but Jesus tell you who you are. And this is who he says you are. You are loved. Yep. You are cherished. You are wonderfully made. You are worth dying for. You are called to love and to be loved. You are called for God-given destiny and purpose. Yes. You are free. Come on. You are His. You are worthy. Yeah. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In His love, He will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. He delights in you. He rejoices over you with singing. These are almost like breath prayers. You can speak and declare these over your life over and over. You're blessed. You're favoured. You are a brand new creation. You're a conqueror. You're protected. You're one with God. You're victorious. You're forgiven. You're redeemed. Mm. You flat out 100% whether you feel it or not, you are His. Amen. 
So let's arise today. Let's not forget. Let's remember who we are and whose we are. Let's walk in our new nature. Let's walk in the plans and purposes and destiny Papa has for us. Yeah. Let's show the world that there is another way to walk through this COVID-19 virus. Absolutely. You know, there is another way to walk through this that looks peaceful, that looks joyful, yeah. that looks full of love, that looks full of victory. Let's show the world people that are scared and frightened and unsure of how tomorrow looks. Let's, let, let's show them that there is a rock solid place in the arms of our Heavenly Father. Amen. Absolutely. And church, can I just say, on top of all that, thank you. Thank you for loving on people. Thank you for delivering food. Thank you for making phone calls. Yeah. Thank you for giving money. Thank you for being the children of God, His hands and feet extended to our community, to our family. Yeah. You, as pastors, as leaders, we are just so stoked and excited to see the way that you're walking through and the way that you're loving people in this season. Thank you. God bless you. It's an Absolutely. example to everyone that's looking at us and watching us. Amen. Amen. We love you, family. Be blessed. Have a great Sunday.